You're listening to Rama for Today. And done what? And has given unto us the ministry of reconciliation. You know, you're in the ministry. Every one of them. See, he's right in the church. He isn't right to the preachers or the pastors. That's the ministry that we should have had of, of the ministry of reconciliation. Now, you know, really, some of us are, are more over there than others, but as a whole, the church has never told the world what God told them to tell them yet. Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his classic teaching, Confession. Many of us who believe in Jesus Christ don't understand the importance of confession in our everyday lives. Confession means more than just confessing our sins. But what are we to confess? Kenneth E. Hagan will clearly explain the blessing and benefits that come when we who believe make Bible-based confessions a vital part of our lives. Stay tuned for this timeless teaching. Also, later in this broadcast, I'll tell you about this month's special offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. I don't know about you, but I've been preaching these verses for nearly 50 years, and it seems to me like every time I read them or preach on them, I get something new out of it. I, or see a little different slant, you know. Just a little different slant to it or something. Now, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus. I'm reading the King James translation. Or the margin said, Jesus as Lord. And shalt believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness. And with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Now you see, here's the real confession that the sinner makes. You see, the, the sinner has served Satan. He's a child of the devil. He's a child of Satan. He's guilty of all, before God of only one sin, that is rejecting the Lord Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord. Now, why is he guilty of but one sin before God? You got your Bibles there? I'll show you. You can read it for yourself. Turn to 2 Corinthians 5. Turn to 2 Corinthians 5. We all love that 17th verse. That's one of my favorites. I got a hold of it when I was on the bed of sickness, praise God, years ago. And it's always been one of my favorites ever since then. Second Corinthians, the fifth chapter, and we'll look at the 17th verse first. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is. Not he's going to be when he gets to heaven. He is right now in this life, in this world, a new creature. Or margin says a new creation. All things are passed away. Hallelujah. Behold, all things have become new. By the, you could just stop right there and have a count meeting, couldn't you? But now notice the 18th verse. Now King James translated said, and, and all things are of God. Well, now that is a little misleading. Uh, all things, if you just took that out of the context, all things are not of God. You know, somebody might just rob the filling station a while ago. Well, that wasn't of God, was it? I said, was it? Somebody might just shot somebody a while ago and killed them. That, that wasn't of God. So uh, another translation reads, all these things are of God. What he's talking about, this new creation, 
Old things passing away. Behold, all things becoming new. All these things are of God. Who has done what? Who has reconciled us unto himself by Christ Jesus. Now listen, you there? How many of you is here? That's just what I thought. Some of you folks have sent your old carcass out there and parked it on that pew and you've gone off somewhere else. I said, how many is here? There wasn't over half the crowd. Lift your hand. See, that's why folks don't get anything sometimes. They're not there. Come on in. We're having church. Praise the Lord. Amen. Now listen. And has given unto us. See, he's not writing to preachers here. He's writing to the church. All these things, these what? Well, the new creation, old things passing away. Behold, all things becoming new. Hallelujah. All these things are of God who hath reconciled us unto himself and done what? And has given unto us the ministry of reconciliation. You know yours in the ministry? Every one of you. See, he's writing to the church. He isn't writing to the preachers or the pastors. That's the ministry that we should have had of, of the ministry of reconciliation. Now, you know, really, some of us are, are more over there than others, but as a whole, the church has never told the world what God told them to tell them yet. Amen. Are you listening to me? Amen. Amen. The ministry of reconciliation. What, what does that mean? He's given unto us the ministry of reconciliation. But he wants us to tell the world that they're reconciled to God. They are. They're not going to be. They are. Now, he's given to us the ministry of reconciliation. Now, the 19th verse. What is the ministry of reconciliation? To wit. Or this is it. I'm reading King James translation. Other translations might read a little bit different, but they're... Very similar and said the same thing. Now, to wit, or this is it, that God was in Christ doing what? Now, when did he do that? Going to reconcile the world unto himself? No, reconciling the world unto himself. Not doing what? Not imputing unto them their trespasses. But what? Cancel them. Who? Who is it that he's not imputing their trespasses to them? The world. Isn't that awful that people are going to wind up in hell and find out that all their sins were canceled and God's not imputing their trespasses unto imputing. That's an, that's an accounting term. He's not counting up or holding against men, that is the world, their trespasses. And they didn't have to go, it'll make hell worse. I mean, just to know that. Somebody, they argue about, is there any fire in hell? What? Well, whether there is or whether there isn't, I'll tell you, that's hell enough. <laughs> to go through eternity knowing that. But then they're going to blame us to a certain extent because we didn't tell them. See, a lot of time preaching when I said, God's going to get you. If you don't watch out, he's going to get you. He's after you. Or they'll take a text from the old covenant. Well, we're not living under that here. We've got a better covenant. 
God's angry with the sinner every day. Well, now, how could he be angry with somebody that he's not even holding against them what they've done? See, that's why there in that 16th chapter, are you getting it there in that 16th chapter, John? The one sin, you see. And that is, before God, the sinner's guilty of only one sin. I like the Amplified Translation. Is that the Amplified Translation you have there? I like the Amplified Translation on that 19th verse. It's, it's much more explicit. Now, look at this. I'm going to read the Amplified Translation. See if you don't like this better. And it doesn't say anything the other one doesn't say it just makes it more clear. It was God personally present in Christ. See, it was God personally present in Christ, reconciling and restoring the world to favor with himself. See, the world don't know they're in favor with God. They think they're in disfavor with him. See, we never told the world that yet. I'm speaking, you know, as a whole, generally speaking. That's what he did, reconciling, not, well, not the church. He didn't say that, the world. Reconciling and restoring the world to favor with himself. Now notice, not counting up and holding against men that's the world, their trespasses. Well, now, see, where we miss it, we used to. Remember, remember, some of you do, at least, you know, we used to go to church, you know, and we were saying, you know, uh, the, the song about, you know, um, uh, let's see, how'd that go? The, the old account was settled long ago, but I settled it, you see. I settled it. Well, no, you didn't settle it. He did. I was sinning every day and never tried to pay. It was always growing. Well, how could it be growing if it's already canceled? See, so much of what we've sung in church is unscriptural and unbelief. Now notice, not counting up and holding against men's their trespasses, but doing what? Canceling them. When did he cancel them? In Christ Jesus, it was God personally present in Christ Jesus. Canceling them and committing to us the message of reconciliation or of restoration to favor. That's what he wanted us to tell the sinner. You mean the worst prostitute on the streets down there? Yeah, go tell her she's been restored to favor with God. You mean a gangster? Yeah, go tell him. He's been restored to favor with God. Jesus did it. Now, the only sin before God that he could be guilty of is rejecting Christ, you see. You're listening to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Our offer uh, has your little book, uh, God's Peace. Yes. And I know that you... Ha- put this all together because 
you were experiencing some difficulties mm-hmm. and you couldn't you couldn't seem to get peace and so you went to God and he gave you the scriptures the, the scriptures yes. for having peace that's right and so um, these will help you all the scriptures are here that you can um, read every day that will help you and then honey talking about uh, power of the words yes uh, you two CDs by you winning the war of words yes it's so important to to say the right word, to right. confess God's word. Yes. Because you see, the enemy will bring negative words right. to you. He will, bring, he will even bring people across your path yes. that will speak negatively towards you. You've got to speak what the word of God says. That's right. And then four CDs by your dad, knowing God as your father. It's so important that we know that, you know, God, our father loves us. Yes. He wants us to prosper. He wants us to be in health. And so it's important that we know him. Yeah. As a father and a grandfather and now a great grandfather. Yes. I want those kids to to have everything. I want them to have, be blessed and yes. everything. And as as a heavenly father, God wants us to be blessed in our lives. He tells us about it in the word. Yes. But dad, my that's that those CDs are by my father. Mm-hmm. He does a fantastic job of showing us how to have a personal relationship with God with the Father. With God the Father, yes. And that's for a gift of $40 or more. So I encourage you to get that special offer. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rama.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagen. If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at rhema.org for other life-changing resources. Thanks for listening to Rhema for Today.